Dad. 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 Uh, uh, y- yes, Ephraim. This is a bit weird, isn't it? Weird? Yes, camping out here on the roof of our house in a temporary shelter. I mean, you wouldn't catch the local Moabites doing the same thing, would you? And I've never seen an Amorite build a tent on his roof and move his family in for a week. We're not Amorites and we're not Moabites. And the Lord commanded us to do it. Dad? Yes, son? Why did the Lord ask us to camp out on the roof of our house in a temporary shelter? Well, to help us remember, to remember the time when the Israelites had to live in temporary shelters, when God brought them out of Egypt. But why temporary shelters? Well, they were fleeing Egypt at the time, moving from place to place, utterly dependent on God. I mean, you don't build a solid house if you know that you could be moving at any minute. Uh, I suppose not. But how did they eat then? If they were moving from place to place, they couldn't grow any crops. As I said, the Israelites were totally dependent on God, so much so that he fed them with bread from heaven. Every morning after the dew had cleared, white flakes like frost covered the ground. They tasted sweet, like honey apparently. That is what they ate. But why do we still remember? We live in solid houses now. We have our own land. God doesn't provide us with manna from heaven anymore. We grow our own food by our own toil. I've got the blisters from this harvest to prove it. Ephraim, Ephraim, we're still dependent on God. He gave us this land. He sends the rain. He blesses the harvest. He makes us dwell in safety. We always need to remember his goodness to us. It's right to celebrate. Exactly. And aren't celebrations meant to be fun? You're right, my son. We've sat here too long. Let's go and join the others and have some fun. So welcome again. Warm welcome to you all. Lovely to see you here at Christchurch for our harvest celebration. We've had a little think already brilliantly through our sketch about the uh, festival of the tabernacle or shelters. And it's the celebration after the gathering in of the harvest where the Jews stayed in temporary shelters, rejoicing in God's creation and provision, remembering all that he'd done, particularly in rescuing his people, and acknowledging being reliant on him. So, for example, remembering the manna that we've just heard about. And we've chosen to use that passage as a basis today, as a framework for our harvest celebration, because we too want to rejoice in all that God has provided for us. We want to remember all that God has done for us and to acknowledge that we still rely on him to meet our needs and the needs of the world. My favourite food, and this is what I love to do on weekends, is to just spend a good bit of time cooking something really nice, but particularly a curry, which I think I can survive on, because in a curry you've got your meat, you've got your veg, you've got your, your uh, protein with your, your naan and a nice bit of... Uh, sorry, I'm trying, <laughs> using the wrong language. Uh, rice, that's the word, sorry. I was going to um, Nepali there for a minute by accident. So... Um, It's a lovely way to spend a weekend, and it's a lovely uh, food that I love to eat. And uh, I really enjoy, love doing it and enjoying spending time with family and friends eating it. And we are so fortunate in our society 
to have so much food and such a beautiful creation to live in that we can be very thankful here today at Harvest for all that God has provided for us. I love the bit in the sketch before where uh, the son said, why are we thanking God? I've got the blisters on my hand to prove how hard I worked for this year's food, this year's harvest. Maybe sometimes we feel like that. Why am I thanking God? I work hard. I go to work Monday to Friday or my parents do, and they work hard to earn the wage that pays for our food, pays for our home, pays for all that we have. Why do we need to thank God? Well, as the wise reminder from the Father said, we're still dependent on God. He provides, he didn't say those exact words, but that's basically what he said, we always need to remember his goodness. And so we celebrate. And that's what we're here to do today, isn't it? We're here to celebrate God's goodness, to give thanks for all that he gives us and has given us. But equally, We know that something isn't quite right. We are called to take care of this world. It's the first commandment we're given in the Bible. Right there in Genesis 1, to care for the world and to take care of creation and its people. But we know that as humans, we're not probably doing the best job that we could be doing of that, are we? That's that's fair. Let's, Let's be honest. I mean, the climate crisis is causing death and destruction. We're shipping food from all over the world just so we can have just the right ingredients or the food that we really want, while others in the countries the food's coming from are starving. We're throwing tons of plastic packaging away every single day. We're farming ecosystems into extinction. Here in the country, we've got people queuing up for food at food banks. We've got the flooding in Pakistan that I'm sure we've all seen in the news. And this week I saw in the news about the impending uh, famine in, in Somalia. Apparently it's not enough people are dying yet to call it a famine. Okay, But 200,000 people are at risk of dying and 22 million people at risk of starvation. The world is groaning. But there is hope. The good news is that God is restoring and will one day restore all things, all creation. And he brings hope and renewal for us all. Thankfully, God is going to do that, and we believe that he is doing that. And it is our role, our commission, as his kingdom workers, to play our part in doing that, to bring the good news of his kingdom, and through his spirit, use the gifts and skills that he's given us to play our part in answering, I guess, the prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's our challenge and our calling. How can we love our neighbor? How can we make a difference to our sister or brother who is made in God's image, whether they are here in Birmingham or in Somalia or Pakistan or anywhere else in the world, through the choices we make. How can we love them through the choices we make? Well, we can't stop the Pakistan floods by ourselves. We can't stop a famine in Somalia all by ourselves in the same way that we can't lead everybody to Christ on our own. We need to rely on God. We need to rely on the Spirit. We need to do what we can do in our own community, in our own little world. So what do we do? Well, I'm sure you all are doing lots. I know, I know most of you. I'm sure you are all doing lots. But I thought I'd just share some things that we as a family try to do. We are not perfect. We are a long way from perfect. I'm not trying to say we've got it right. But what do we try to do? Well, as a family, one of the things we've tried to do in the last few years is to eat veggie as often as we can. I mean, we try to do it in the weeks, and in the weekends we might have a nice curry or <laughs> something with a bit of meat. We try to think through our packaging. There's so much plastic 
And plastic is one of the worst things for that are caring for our planet. There's so much plastic, it's impossible to get rid of plastic. I was at a talk the other week at Worcester Cathedral on getting rid of your plastic, and she, I mean, even the person giving the talk who was trying to live completely plastic-free admitted that you cannot live completely plastic-free. But can you reduce your plastic? Can you buy organic or fair trade if you can manage to afford that? It is more expensive. Can you reduce your food waste? That's one of the worst impacts, is, is food waste. And, of course, buying local where we can, donating to our food banks are also things that we're probably already doing and are both, both important. We can't do it all at once. We can't make all those changes. But if we can just make one change every week or every now and then, Becky, I can't take any of the credit. Becky is the star here in our family. She, she spends days, probably, researching on a new area. I know toothbrushes, for example, or soaps. I know they're not food, but they're things that use a lot of plastic. She spent ages researching and trying out different ones until we found one that fitted for us as a family and worked for us. And then we'd try that and use that for a bit, and then we might focus on and research something different. Uh, or Becky would, because she's our hero. <laughs> but um, if you do one thing different this week, then that's the start. And that's all that God's ever calling us to do in our lives, in our spiritual growth, isn't it? It's to try to do one thing different, to just change a little bit and get closer to where God is calling us to be. And we can do that in our spiritual life, and we can do that in our lived life to help care for his creation and his planet. And so as we come here today to celebrate, let's celebrate, as they said here. You know, we don't want to be just miserable and negative. We want to celebrate and give thanks, give thanks to our God who heals and restores, but we also want to care for our planet and creation and those people who carry God's image and are struggling at the minute. So we're going to do that now. We are going to sing a very traditional harvest song, and while we're doing that, this will be an opportunity to bring forward, if you've bought it, donations for the food bank.